Hola, hola. Hello. Alright, got everything you need. Waters. Alright. Alright, Thomas, I got a little intro piece I'm gonna do here. Nice. Little bio I wrote on you. for the gram love it love it <laughs> no you're good you're good okay. yeah yeah you can say what's up what's can you up? hear yourself or you want to be a little louder or I, what are you thinking i can hear my maybe maybe just a little louder so i'm a diva just a baby bit there sure. we go right there perfect okay sweet all right Hello, miners, and welcome to the eighth episode of Mining in the Foothills, where I am on the search for dialectic gold with doers from around the Midwest. So I have, I'm Wes from Oleopus, and my guest today is Thomas Bernardin, a filmmaker from southern Indiana with over 15 years of experience in film and video production. He has made films for brands like be Fit, which is formerly Bob's Gym, The Tidy Home, The Boys and Girls Club, and he's told the cinematic stories of artists like Lash LaRue, Krista Wells, The Strangers, and most recently, our mutual buddy, Cooper, who we're just talking about. Yes. Thomas is currently directing and spearheading a crowdfunded indie film titled Factors, which is being shot on 16mm film and set for release later this year and speaking from personal experience thomas is a highly detailed very enthusiastic and uh, top-notch filmmaker uh, who's a true joy to work with along with his company honest film stories thomas is based right here in evansville indiana thomas thanks for doing this you're welcome how was the bio thank you for I was just soaking it in. I was like, <laughs> was it I, was it accurate? <laughs> I think that's the most accurate thing I've ever like. I'm like, wow, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was, dude. You you did your due diligence on that. That was. It's all based that was off fantastic. Of, it's all based off of a little the interwebs website research mixed with some Instagram digging. So it's not probably found some good pictures. I did. Yes. Of, uh-huh deep in there but i mean it's i always and i'm not trying to sit here and whatever about the bio but it's just i i dive back and then i write it and then i'm like yeah. a little bit like i hope it's accurate but then that's become yeah. sort of a thing it's like i'm just gonna throw it it's out there and correct dude. me if i'm wrong no, because man. Uh, that's i'm a one-man squad over here you, you're squatting it you didn't miss anything like that's uh i mean not that there's like a whole big bunch to tell but um yeah but you have a nice little you have a nice little portfolio now well thank yeah no it's it's, it's growing it's, it's growing it's growing yeah it's uh you know making videos and films in, in southwest indiana so <laughs> <That's right. laughs> let's so let's let's uh Let's dive in. Like, let's go sure. back a little bit. So, for for those of the listeners who have not heard of you, yeah, 
Give give Wait, us there's a people quick. That haven't heard of me. <laughs> there might be like three <laughs> or four, but most of them probably have. I know. I'm just kidding. Which is funny because I was just saying this on the last po- last podcast. I'm like, for people who listen to this podcast and don't like the strangers, I feel sorry for them oh, because man. we talk about them all the time. Yeah, and dude. So we've definitely brought your name up a couple times. Oh, really? Okay. Just okay. Ha- I've interviewed all the strangers and or well, I have not interviewed Teelan yet. He's on my list. And then uh, the drummer, and then I've you know I yeah. interviewed Cooper, and we talked about you and stuff. So. Oh, dude, I need to th- that one's up. I need to listen to that one. That one. Yes, I'll send you that link to that one so you can yeah. if you want to check it out. Definitely. But, yeah. So for those listeners who have not heard of you, give us like a quick pitch background on your 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 history, your upbringing, and then how it led to you first picking up a camera. Yeah. And, and 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 you know, did you always make films growing up? Was this has this been going on forever or uh and, and 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 at what point did you really choose to get into this as your career? Like this is what I'm going to do. Give us like the quick how did you get from there to here? Yeah, like the point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you were a kid. When I was a kid. Yes. Okay. So, um you from Evansville? I am from Evansville, um, grew up here, went to school here. I think a lot of it really started with my um, with my grandpa, and it actually had nothing to do with film or photography or video or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Although my mom in later years told me that my grandpa was like actually this like really good like budding photographer, but I... N- I had never, even to this day, still I haven't really ever seen any of his photographs. Okay, but he is an artist, though. Like he, um, he's still alive. He's ninety-seven years old. Wow! And uh, he—that's badass. Yeah, dude, he's awesome. <laughs> but like, he really instilled like this this love of like art. It like he's like a, a still life painter, and okay. he, he like still does. It, like every winter, he's like, I do a painting because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> he's like typical, like German Evansville yep. dude. Um, <clears throat> so that was like, I always had this like artistic drive in me. Like I was into like drawing and doodling and like. Do you think your grandpa recognized that within you at a young age? Or do you think he kind of ignited a spark where like. I. Gave you the enthusiasm to pursue it or the interest yeah, to pursue like, it? Yeah, I I think so he, you know, we would like we had like a spot in his basement that he would like, I think he tried to to teach like all of his grandkids like uh, art and drawing and stuff and like so we would do like little drawings and uh, looking back now, I didn't even realize this is what he was doing, like he would set up little like still lifes for us and we would he'd like be little like, model thing. Yeah, he'd be like he'd put like a, you know, like a candle in a basket or something. He'd be like, <laughs> yeah, be like you guys try to draw this, and then he would like hang them up in the basement. Like it was really sweet. Um, that is cool. Yeah. So like, art was always a thing. I was always like really into that in school. And then um, okay, I need to fast forward here because I can talk forever. But um, <laughs> it's all right. Um, I never even picked up a camera until, so like my dad was like really into technology and computers and cameras and stuff like at early, um, like we had like a computer in our home, like in the early nineties and like all that stuff. And so he got this like VHS, um, full tape camera. I remember him like shoulder mounted, shoulder mount. Yeah. 
Yeah. My dad had one too. Yeah. I'm a young guy from my, or I'm the young one in my family. So my okay. siblings are closer to your age. Yeah. And, and my parents were, my dad was similar, kind okay. of on the cutting edge of, so we always had like a, the new VCR or, or not VCR, whatever. Yeah. Camcorder, yeah. video recorder, but which he I, had one that was like a full on. <clears throat> yeah. Which I'm really thankful for because like. I remember back, like not a lot of like a lot of my friends and their parents mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, it was kind of like a conscious choice, and it was like kind of random that my dad was like, I mean, he's a civil engineer, but he like that he was <laughs> that he was so like, um, he's even still to this day, he's like really on top of like tech stuff and like I'm like, oh, that's cool. That is cool. I'm sure that had an influence on me too. Anyway, so. Where it kind of where it really started, you're gonna be like all this lead up to that. Like this takes That's two, right. no, two seconds no. to say, but it's all I've never really. It's all background info. Even like speaking about this out loud, it kind of kind of comes out. So I got into skating. Okay. Um. Now you might hear skating and think skateboarding. Actually, inline skating, rollerblading. Okay. Um. I'm a product. I'll be honest with you. I was thinking skateboarding. Uh, most people do, and that's okay. But uh, so like early '90s, like inline skating was like a big thing, and I got in. What color were your first skates? Do you remember? I do. They were um, they were black and purple and neon yellow wheels. Sweet, that's yeah. about right. And I got them <laughs> as a gift because I got my tonsils out, <laughs> and then I couldn't skate on them, so I would just like put them on and like kind of like walk around in, yeah. in the basement on the carpet yeah. and just like dream of the day when I can go out and ride them. But um, yeah, so we were doing tricks, jumping stairs, building ramps and stuff. And so it was kind of like the traditional story of I really got into it through skating because, you know, all my buddies were like, oh, it'd be cool if we like filmed this. And we started seeing yeah. skate videos and so I was like, oh, okay, cool. So at first we were just like going out filming things. I didn't even like think about like, oh, this is something we can like put together and make something. Like, so when you say you were seeing skate videos, is that is that a time where people were like literally making like mixtape sort of style yes. skate videos on VHS and you could yes. buy so, it or rent it? Or how did that... So just to get some context yeah. for, where, for how far we've come no, to- with YouTube. Oh my God, totally. So we, so in Evansville, there used to be, it's actually defunct now, but, um, <clears throat> or just not in business anymore. There was a skate shop called Get Wet. Hmm, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Was it on the east side? It was on the east side. There used to be a putt-putt golf place. Right in front of it. Um, it's now a car wash. It's now a car wash. Gotcha. <clears throat> But that was like the spot. And so like I remember going in there and yeah, so like a skate video for anybody that maybe has didn't grow up in that culture. I mean, it would be like got like professional skaters and amateurs would like they would go out, film tricks, and then yeah, it was like a mixtape where they were like editing like sections of um you know, them skating together to music. Yeah. Which I got influenced to a ton of music that a Midwestern kid would never have heard of. Sure, yeah, um, I'm from, sure. Like, 
a lot of people are like, how do you know about the... I'm like, dude, like a skate uh, video from like 1996 or something. Oh, that's cool. Um, it literally got... Like, the, think about this song, even for the band. They get it on this... The band, maybe they, say they're from LA. Yeah. A small band that hangs out with skater guys. Yeah. Gets on this skate tape. Ship, gets shipped all the way... You know, they would have probably never got their song... To Indiana, either. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like this beautiful, well, in a underground lot, exchange. A of, lot of times, it was not technically legal either. Either from the filmmakers, they were just like, like put they, this song on. They here. were using like Beatles tracks and stuff. Oh and, shit! And they're like, "There's no way." <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if I'm I not gonna get the rights. Say to this. the B word on your podcast. Yeah, coming after <laughs> the us. B word. <laughs> but they would like you. They would like. Yeah, That's they would funny. just like put it out there and be like, "They're not." They're not going to find us. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. So, and then a friend down the street, this guy's brother had an editing program on his computer, and he was actually a skateboarder, and they made a skate video, and it was literally like um, this VHS tape was being passed around the neighborhood, and I saw it, and I was like, how did they do this? I want to do... So, yeah. We went out and filmed. And you knew them, so then it was, are you new, are you new of them? It's yeah. like these are real people in Evansville making. Yeah, so like this guy that I actually skated with, like rollerbladed with, like we built like a half pipe in his backyard and stuff. That's like a ramp, like a half of a circle yep. of a ramp. And if, if you don't, don't know. Don't, no. To yep. look up Tony Hawk, y'all. Um, <laughs> anyway, and so he rollerbladed, but his younger brother skateboarded and was okay. like really into technology they made this skate video, and I was like, Eric, how did you guys do this? And he was like, well, I got this program on my computer. And this was like when there were like literal tapes that you had to like log. Like They were starting to get like smaller VHS-type style tapes at that point. Um, anyway, so I filmed a bunch of stuff, and I was like, dude, will you help me make a video if we like get footage together? And he was like, yeah. So um, – we anyway we did that and then i basically kind of like sat over his shoulder like while mm -hmm. he like edited the video on his computer this was like late 90s and then but he kind of like showed me like well if you get a vcr and another vcr you can do this and you can do this and i was like i think i can do this so the first That's one awesome it was kind of like co-made with this guy's like kid brother and then I kind of figured out how to do it. And then eventually I got um, an editing program on my dad's computer and used up like every ounce of RAM. And he was always <laughs> pissed at me like, okay, when you, my computer won't even start up. And I'm like, well, sorry, all the footage is on there. Yep. Anyway, so it was from skating. And then that was really like where it... Where it but that that's where you started really making videos yes yes that was your beginnings yeah and that wasn't even really until high school so that mm -hmm. was like late high that was like that was probably like in my later years of high school like when that all started did you know that that's what you wanted to do then or no, was it yeah. no okay. no it was, it was just something you were doing no i always knew that i wanted to do like something with art i actually so i actually went to school went to college like out at USI in Indiana for um, graphic design. Okay. And that's actually what my, I actually have a bachelor's degree in graphic design. Sweet. Okay. I didn't know that. Uh, so I thought I was going to be like a, um, 
another word for is like a commercial artist or something. Sure. You know, yeah, like, making logos and like logos for... and brands and you know, like like even like band posters and yeah. like you know, working with photography and like um yeah, logo yeah, more more like branded designing is what I thought. So you can do that. I can. It's been a long time. Not that not that someone would hire you for it, but do you do no. that for your own videos? Like, do you add so uh, any sort of like yeah, imagery and stuff? Yeah. What's interesting is like it. So much of all that is like really tied together. Yeah. Because I look at all my like graphic design classes and everything, and it one hundred percent helps me. Um, it helps me with composition a lot. Like I'll look at a shot and be like, okay, I need to leave room right here. Um, like literal space because I know I'm going to put like text or graphics there later. And I tend to do a lot of that myself and I, I kind of like it because mm -hmm. I just happen to kind of know how. Yeah. Um, but it, but in, in, in the, respect of like all that stuff too it was only skate video based like i actually got hurt really bad like i like blew out my knee skating oh, and shit. had to have like i like tore i tore my acl okay for any that's a, that'll put you out for anybody that might that like it's a pretty brutal it's a pretty big time injury yeah. it requires surgery. a lot of people probably know it from sports and athletes from sports yeah it's a game changer football players deal mm -hmm. with it a lot soccer players um so I was like laid up and couldn't skate. And I remember this conscious effort. I was like, okay, all my buddies are still out skating. This was in college. And this is really where things turned. Okay. And I made this like, kind of this like promise to myself. I was like, I'm going to go out and make a, like a really good skate video. Um, and this skate video still exists out there, but it's like, I it was like this conscious thing of like I can't skate I can't do what I want, mm -hmm. but the, all this video stuff is kind of cool. I want to see if I can make something. It was like if when you make like a promise to yourself like this is going to be as badass as I can I cuss on your oh dude yeah. okay I was gonna say like I want to make like the most badass thing I can make and make it really good yeah and so I made this skate video. And, you know, it had music in it and everything. And, like, all these... I started filming, like, all these artsy shots. Cause skate That's cool. Skate videos are very much... It's almost like documentary. Yes. So, like... Because there's cuts of, like, hanging out and talking. And then yes. it goes back into... And a lot of them are very, like, like city and regional-based. So, like, there would be, like, cru crews and stuff. So, it'd be, like, oh, we took a New York City trip. Yeah. So like, man, there's gonna be shots of us like chilling, eating pizza, like, um, <laughs> dude, that's cool, cruising man. the street. And that's what bands do now. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, like, on their YouTube channels and stuff. And so, I mean, and that is still a huge influence on like all of my work of like these fast cuts, like, yeah, more of like a documentary style. It's all from skating, and that's awesome. So I entered that video in a student art show okay. at USI. Okay. And 
It ended up winning an award. Nice. And then this was like the first thing. Then there was a a teacher that was doing this like, um, I don't know what it was. It was some kind of like research study or something like, like work for his like doctorate or whatever. Anyway, sure. He was like, so he he like pulled me aside and was like, hey, um, I want to like video document this. Um, and like I've been looking for somebody to put together, you know. And he's like, "I have a grant of five hundred dollars." And like as a college student, you're like, "Whoa!" Like, damn, five hundred bucks! Like I'm yeah. rich. That's <laughs> you awesome. Know? And uh, but that kind of started, and so like I did that for him, and then it just kind of snowballed. Like people were like, "Hey, could you do a video for this? Hey, could you do a video for this?" Um, That's beautiful, dude. Uh, weddings would you shoot a wedding yeah you know i was in that world for a while and so anyway so that kind of so i've worked and then i that brought me like working through all kinds of like i've worked for companies uh spent like almost 10 years working for um i was in the church world for a while worked for some churches okay doing media stuff and then, gotcha did you work for the news i did okay um i worked for it used to be channel 25 here in Indiana. Well, actually, it's in Henderson. Shout out Henderson. Yeah, it is. Okay, that's shout true. Out, shout out Hendo, Kentucky. Went uh, on a tour there once with my nephew because he wanted to be a meteorologist. For oh, like, my gosh. For like a couple of years. So we took him over and met Stacy May, and she gave us the, the tour. And, and Wayne, Wayne Hart. Yes, Wayne was. Shout there. out Wayne Hart. He's, yeah. the, he's the best dude. He's the best dude. If he ever has his sleeves rolled up and no tie on, you better get to your basement. Cause shit's about to go <laughs> oh shit! Because he's about to call it out. Like he's about to say, yep, "There's, there's, there's a, there's, there's something going there's down. There's a twister coming our way, and you better get in your basement." For, yeah. yeah, for those that know what tornadoes are, um, that's a Midwest thing. But yeah, I worked for the news <laughs> for a couple years. I actually didn't sh- film anything while I was. I wasn't like a photographer. I was just a strict like. I was an editor, okay. so like that's what I thought. Yeah, so like. They would go out and film the stuff. I would get all the scripts from the producers, and then I would just strictly edit. It was that probably kind of, helped you cut your chops as an editor. One hundred percent. It was not a job that I like, very like super enjoyed. Sure. Um, and news is just a it's just a whole beast too. It it can be very negative at times, and um, but it like I mean I attribute a lot of my editing skills to that 100%. Because and you're like, probably on quick turnaround times and like Oh dude, you there would be some days where it'd be like hourly turnaround times. Oh yeah. And it'd be Fold like this together. it'd be like you have to cut these 10 stories in the next 20 minutes. Oh my gosh. And it's like um or like there'd be like a breaking story, you know, and it'd be like that's 5 minutes till 10 o'clock and you know, we need this. I remember having a producer saying, "I don't care what the hell, just throw some clips on the timeline." I'm like, uh, "Okay." Yeah, yeah. I'm like, "Really? You don't care?" Okay. Um, he was a, he was a cool dude, but uh, anyway, yeah. So like, so sometimes when people are like, "Can you get this done fast?" I'm like, "I can," but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, dude, I, you made it. You made a quick clip for the strangers funny enough to be on the news you remember that right after their show oh my god and you cut that together in per- really quickly perfect 
perfect tie in there. Yeah, yeah. Wesley. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> but yeah, you threw that yeah. together like boom. Yeah, yeah. Which I know that was like a more of like a highlight. I mean, it was literally like a news clip, which is funny enough as well, you know? Yeah. Um, you threw that together really Forget my quickly. gulping of H2O here. Um, yeah, I mean, so yeah, we did like that little clip that when the strangers were on uh and i think that was channel 25 also. i think so i don't know what enough. it is now yeah. like another station home home team or uh no home station tri state home yeah page or something it is tri state home page i don't know yeah something that might be their website but yeah whatever it is it's yeah t- yeah like two stations merged or something mm-hmm. i don't know but um yeah it's uh yeah, but so basically, what's interesting is they're like. Sorry if that was a big old. Mess, no, dude, this is mess good. Of it a gives ramble. us the whole, and I really, you know, the point is too. It's like bringing up some of that backstory is to show, you know, it's like uh, Cooper, our, you know, our buddy who's now a fine painter. Yeah, he has a graphic arts degree, and he was talking about yeah. how his graphic arts training informs his use of objects and space and color and so it's like hearing yours it's like of course it plays a role in your like you said your composition how things are set up oh i'm gonna put this over here yeah you know it's like it all makes sense and then to hear you're coming from from the skate world it's like oh dude that's so cool because i feel like now that you said that i can kind of see some of that oh yeah especially in your work with with artists and Stuff like that. Yeah, it, and and it's a lot of um, um, because people sometimes will like say to me, they're like, "There's something," um, and this sounds real pompous. It's not meant to be pompous. Sure. It, it it's it's just a fact of like what how like what influenced my work growing up. They say like there's something that seems like different about it. Yeah, or like maybe different from what other people are doing. And it's all just like from what I l- like learned and latched onto, and and it, but it's all, I mean, the impetus of it is like mostly from skate videos, like where it's like fast cuts, mm-hmm. um, kind of like music video vibes, mm-hmm. but um, that's why like music is so important too, like um, like picking the right. Picking the right music for edits is so important because, and again, that comes from skate videos because, mm-hmm. like, guys would like and girls. There were some girls in there. Mm-hmm. Um, would pick songs that they would be like, "This is the song for my section." Like all my best clips together, and the editors would like, you know, they'd be like landing and it would hit on the beat and it yep. would hit on the beat and it would the the edits it were, does so much the edits were very timed to the music mm-hmm. and i just learned how i i just like i fell in love with that but i also kind of adopted it as like i i i want to edit and make movies like that yes and so i feel like i still do that to this day it's but, part of your approach yeah, and I can't turn it off. And it's like, but I feel like there are others that um, maybe came from like a different background as far as like learning how to edit or put videos together. And I'm not saying like there's a way that's right or not right or wrong yeah. or not. But um, so it, when people like comment and they're like, there's something different about it, I'm like, well, 
I don't know if the different means good or bad, but like that's what it's from. Is yeah. like from skate. But dude, what's interesting? And music videos and stuff like that too. So. What's interesting is like uh from the from the work I've seen, it looks like it looks like you also and maybe this is another tie to skating, but it's like the documentary style you do very natural films like you're mm. you're not you're not setting up uh it's not like in a studio with bright lights and there's a bunch of things going on it's it's uh you know oh. there's a lot of digital effects does does that make yeah. sense it's yeah. like your approach is closer to the street <laughs> like it's closer to the no well and i feel like this is a broken record but again from from skating again. yeah because see that makes so much sense because it really a lot of the and eventually we'll get to stop talking about skate videos yeah or maybe not <laughs> this is just a skate video podcast come on in hey, i haven't talked about this yet so <laughs> but it it's it was a big like a lot of those videos were like th um like they weren't setting stuff they were just like we're on tour, we're in New York, we're in Boston, yeah. we're in California, we're in Paris. Um, we're just going to film what's, like, we're going to film the tricks, but then we're going to film, like, it's more of, like, lifestyle, too. Like, what's, yes. what's happening, what's raw. Um, and nothing, I mean, like, I actually, um, uh, I actually very much admire and really like a lot of the, uh, you know clean work that's like in studios and that like more produced or yeah because that's a whole i mean that's a whole thing too that takes a lot of skill a lot of no know-how a lot of yeah. knowledge um uh you know it it's just like it's like different styles of music like it is it's I was all, just literally thinking that yeah I'm like and, i'm the same way and and i i tell people that a lot too they're like um they're like, if you look at my work and then look at someone else's work, like they may look completely different, but it doesn't mean that like one is better than the other or, or right. vice versa or anything. Well, I mean, there are some people that are way better than me, obviously, but like there are, I mean, just like in music, how there are different genres, there are different approaches in how to make a film. Like if you want to go, you know, more studio and, and more more clean or if you want to go more raw and yep it's just what i know yep. like it's just um when i started my business like uh almost three years oh wait a minute is it the three-year anniversary wait dude to the, i just realized october 8th which is tomorrow <laughs> oh shit is the three-year anniversary of me starting my business. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Seriously, this was not... This was not... Audi audience, this yeah. was not planned. Um, That's awesome. But when I started it... Three years old. Yeah, three years old. Little little toddler yep. running around. Um, Walking, running, yep, talking. But, like, when I started it, I remember, like, my main, my main, like, I'm big on, like, like, kind of, like, thought processes and, like, mm -hmm. okay, like... Uh, kind of like manifesting things or being, sure. being like, this is what I want to accomplish, like goals and things like that. And so I just remember the one thing I was just like, and this is going to sound so whatever, but I, I just remember being like, I want this business to be me. Like I can't, 
like I've tried to do other things to be like, oh, I kind of want to make it look like so and so and make it be like yes. this, make it be like that. And I'm like, I I feel the most free creating and the most like myself when I'm just doing what feels right yeah. to me. And it was kind of this letting go of just being like, I might lose some work, yeah, but like if they see what I have to offer and they want to have me be a part of it, like let's, let's go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I wouldn't, I would not go back on that at all. Like it has freed me up to be like, and even so bringing up to the current state, like yeah. doing like the project that Cooper and I just finished, yep. like, um, which is going to be coming out real soon. Actually, some of it might be releasing next week. Um, awesome. You know, he... <clears throat> that little clip that you posted is amazing. Oh, I dude. texted him too. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I know it's been in the works for a lot, and we'll get there, like, yes, you know, yes, but yeah. it's it's badass. Dude, yeah. thank, thank yeah. you so much. I love it. But I... I, I love it. I credit a lot of that to him because as a creator too, it's very important to be on the same page, like when you are doing a piece for someone, mm -hmm. like we'll just use Cooper for instance, because what up, Cooper? You're you're yep. you're a cool, dude. <laughs> um, he told me in the very beginning, he's like, "Dude, I've seen your shit. I want you to do what you do yep. on this piece." He's like, "Now, obviously, we have things like we need to get out there and like we need to talk about," but he was like, "You're freed up." to do like i was like cool it'd be cool to like shoot some film on it dude awesome let's yes. do it awesome okay so like he i mean there were like guidelines we wanted to get across but and this doesn't happen on every project but like he basically just like released me to like do it how yeah. i do it and i think it what i think it i'm really happy with it and i think he is too because um and we had changes and you and know, it's in different of course, yeah. direction and but it was very much like um I felt very respected as an artist, like where he saw me and was like, I see what you're doing, you do it, you know, and it's like, dude, I see what you're doing. Like, I'm not gonna tell you how to do your painting. You yes. Know? And not saying that everybody should always bow to the way that I wanna do it. It's not about that. It's like but it's being recognized as an artist, like you just said, versus you're just a filmmaker with a camera. I need right. you to come do this, this, and that, and then send me the... Finding that happy medium to be like... Mm -hmm. That's why I think it's important to like, when you're hiring someone for a job, to to look at their work. Yeah. Because the way I do something, it's like, you know, it, it's going to be slanted like with that style because that's who I am. Right. Anyway, I don't know if any of that makes sense. Yes, dude. And like, I feel like I experienced that and I feel very similar to you in the position I am having a, like I just had a call last week with a company who is starting out of indie and they want to, their, their whole bit is like, like creating membership style, um, access to, to recording studios. So it'd be like, you pay, you pay 50 bucks a month and you get to record at this at this studio yeah. as much times as you want and 
you get to like you get to access and I'm like, well that's cool, but my studio is not quite like that. Like yes. my studio is yes. more like I I if if somebody wants to record with me, I kind of sit down with them and you did this with me. Like we sit down over some coffee or a beer. Yeah. And we get to yep. know each other. What are your goals? What are my goals? And like one hundred percent is this really gonna work out? Because like I only really, I'm at the point where like, I only really want to take on projects that I'm excited about. Yes. That yes. I feel like I can do a good job with. And also yeah. like, like I'm not, I don't charge a lot, but like, I'm also sure. not just going to like, I don't want to just do like, and I've had some tough conversations with people who are like, Hey, I, I just want to do this. Like, can we do that? And I'm like, like it's just not yeah. for me dude yeah. you know and it's tough especially when it's friends or family who want they're like but this is what you're doing you know like and right it's like, like I, I can't like, like I, they expect but like they look at you and they're like oh you're in the field you can do anything mm -hmm. and it's kind of like uh if i'm a yeah. if i'm a plumber it's like hey my toilet's broken you're my cousin you do plumbing come over take a look at it it's like just, it's just a job, right? But it's like for right. me, it, but I can't do that. Right. Like I have to feed off of it and yeah, and I think, I just don't want to accept everything anymore, you know? I'm getting a little picky. One Not that I can be, but no, one I sort of can, you know, now. Dude, I yeah, I resonate with that so much because it's uh and I think that's a sign of like growing as an artist too. I me mean, too. because what you do is art. Like it's all like um is actually like saying no to things like yes, and that's yeah. and that's been and i have people in my life that they don't <laughs> people in my family that are like i don't understand wouldn't you just take every job that comes your way and i'm like but it's just it's not about it like it's not about the money always it's like if like my name is going to be tied to this right. and if it's out there and if it's like something that I don't uh, want to be known as like the guy to go to for that, I'm like, I'd rather be like somebody else, somebody else might be a better fit for you for this. Right. It, but I think that's like sign of growth too, because in the beginning, oh my God, like in the early days I would just like, yeah, whatever, I'll take it. You Same. Know? Yep. And I still do to a degree sometimes. And I kind of hated it sometimes. Mm -hmm. Even though I love what I do, now I love what I do. And I think it's because I'm like learning how to be like, that sounds like a great project. I just, I don't, I don't know. I think it's for me. I don't think it's for me. Right. Like, But once you take a stance, then, so, yeah. so for example, yeah. like, I met you through Cooper. You guys had art. He had already met you. You had. I don't know if you had already kind of started working together. Or you were like in talks. We had like at the beginning of 2022. We had like barely just met too, okay. which is really funny. Because, but he knew I had already talked to him, and I had said I really want to make a like a mini documentary film yeah. of some sort. Yeah. That tells the story of the band I work with, the Strangers. Yeah. And then. I was looking around at different people. I hadn't met anybody that like, like I felt comfortable with taking on like a big project like this. I felt like could serve it 
right you know right right but he yep. sent me your your info and he's like oh, i met funny. this dude you should check out his work and i looked at it and i'm like oh this is sick and then i reached <laughs> oh, out and, you. and like you took a meeting with me and then but but as we had discussed it i even remember you saying that where it's like i have been contacted for some music projects some of them line up with what i'm doing some of them don't yeah. but it kind of sounds like what you're aiming to do and i had told you the story of the band and stuff and it was yes, like yes i actually feel like you know and i felt like we were oh. like sharing a similar view of like how it could happen and then you know it just things lined up well where it was like okay One, i think this could work yeah and yeah I, dude i yes it's it turned out great uh, it, it's been a thanks, great man. um it's been a great well those guys are easy to anytime i put the camera in their face be like, yeah what's up thomas <laughs> they're, they like, they're great it. yeah 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 which i which you know i'll in looking back now they were a little they didn't know you but they were a little apprehensive right. about me you know creating a budget and and spending time and energy and money on like a big because they're like which rightfully so, I totally get it, and I remember bringing this up. It's yeah. like they're like, dude, we're 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 just getting started. Like, we don't want to make a documentary and indulge our short careers. Like, they're, he, they're like thinking of Led Zeppelin. Yeah, and like, these are like legendary bands who have documentaries. They're like, who are we? But it's like, it's not like that. This isn't about your childhood and shit. This yeah. is about what you've been through and how you overcame it. Just and like you told the story beautifully. Oh, you did. Thank yes. you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, and that's what. Um, the, I think that's that's what's important just to me in general is storytelling. Like if there's not, yeah. Um, and when you told me the story of the band, what they had been through, um, you know, exciting stuff, hard stuff. Um, like I think there's just something you feel like in your gut where it's just like there's something to be told there. Yeah, like. And that's what's, and that's, I mean, that's what I try to pull out of, of anybody that I work with where it's like, if it's a story of a band or even like a brand, which might not sound like super exciting, <laughs> like sometimes I'll like sit down with people and we're like, you know, doing a video for a brand and like, you know, they want to tell me like all these stats and numbers and, you know, we've got five stores and da, da, da. Right. And I'm always like, cool. But why did you, like, why the hell did you start a restaurant? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm like, no, no, no. Like, like, why shouldn't, like, why should anybody care? Like, yeah. Why? Let's get down it's to It's more it. like, why do you love this? Yeah. Like, if we even just have one question. Like, why do you love doing this? And like, always you see their eyes light up and they're like, oh my God. Well, cause like, f like food was always huge in my house and my grandma would make <laughs> this and like, and I just knew I wanted to start a restaurant and like, you know, and, and you get the story and I'm always like, there we go. There we go. Well, like, don't you think that it's and it's it's already in you? Yes, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, sorry, I kind of cut in. No, no, no. You're right, and it's a mutual. 
I, I actually feel like it's good for, like, for example, it was good for the strangers to go through it with you. You had, like, we had a whole day of interviewing them. Yeah. And, you, you know, we asked them questions. It's yeah. like they better understand what they've been through. Cooper, I can tell yeah. now when I talk to him about, it's like, it's actually like a growing, it's like a, a means of growing along with your project. When you're interviewing Cooper about like his pieces and stuff, yeah. he's got to figure out how to articulate what he's working on and yes. it better helps him understand what he's doing. It's like this, yeah. but, but then at the same time, you're capturing a great story. It's like this beautiful the growing of like a, yeah, we know what we're doing here. You know, well, and there, it's there, awesome. There's always like, um, I always feel like I'm making music analogies too with like film work, which is, I mean, music is hey, music. I know, great you're, place you're to like, do it. Hey, yo, yeah, music is so important in the uh, in the process of filmmaking and stuff. Yeah, but it's it's like finding the melody or the hook or the. A lot of times, I'll re- refer to it as like the thread that. Um, so, for instance, with Cooper, yeah, he had a couple. He wrote, you know, he had a few ideas, and then, um, you know, we sat down. We kind of sometimes I'll kind of just like open the gates and like let people run and be like, okay, you know, say what you want to say, um, and then I kind of, you know, we kind of like stop, and I'm like, I'm kind of hearing like, you keep bringing this up. You keep, yeah, I'm kind of hearing this and this. Um, you keep talking about like, it, funny enough, his had to do with music too. And he was <laughs> like, you know, music was really important. And he was talking about like his grandpa that used to play records on this old stereo. Yes. Yeah, he brought that up on this, on his episode. Okay, here. yeah. The 19, whatever, 57 yeah. Vox. I don't even fucking know. Magn- Hi- Magnavox. Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, hi-fi, yeah. stereo. Yeah. But like, all he, like, for, like for this show, like, it, it's all like speakers and stereos and stuff. And I was like, dude, like, th- that fucking seems like the theme to me. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I think you might be right. And like, <laughs> he's like, it's like it was there the whole time. I'm like, a lot of times it, it is, is. Yeah. And you just have to like see, uh, you know, you have to sift through and be like, this is it. This is it. And, and, uh, so we kind of went that route, you know, and he was talking about like, well, I have music playing in the studio and right. that inspires me to paint. Um, and sometimes you just take a stab too. I was like, you know, I kind of went that route, you know, and I showed it to him and I was like, what do you think? And, and thankfully, you know, it doesn't always happen first time around, but he was like, I think we got it. I think that's it. Like, I think that's a good theme, a good thread to pull on. Um, yeah. and, uh, anyway, I don't even know what I'm talking about. A lot, basically it's, most of the time, people are surprised that it's like there so easily. A lot of times, it is like the thing that seems so easy, where yeah. it's where it's like, obvious after the fact. It's like you look back, right. it's like well, it's obvious. I'm literally almost every one of Cooper's pieces. Well, I haven't seen all the new ones, but like, yeah, a lot of his more recent stuff. Oh, it's awesome. speakers and like said, like the Magnavox is working its way in. The yeah. one down here's got a guitar and yeah. vinyl records on it, and a and a computer monitor and Hank stuff. William, and, Hank Williams, Jr. Yep, Junior's over there. Yeah, no, but but yeah, dude, like 
and he yeah he was on here talking about how like music like he's like saying something about like how music informs what he's doing too it's like he whatever's uh, playing he's like he takes on the vibe of mm-hmm. that like the he's like uh, if i'm listening to something on beat i'm painting faster if i'm listening to something chill it's more just like i'm just he's like and you can tell yes. with the with the tempo of the lines and stuff i'm like i had never thought about it. it's like the yeah. music involves itself in more ways than just oh my gosh you it, know what i'm saying it's like and that's um probably similar in some cases to what you know yeah well it's so i mean and i'm super i'm actually not a like i don't play any instrument and i don't yeah um i'm not i wouldn't call myself a musician by any stretch of the imagination but like for some reason there's something about the tie of like music and visual um and like composing um just like <laughs> i think we all know those like films where it's just like oh my like you know like jurassic park mm-hmm. without the like yes the, i've seen it the compose like well, the, the first one the score in it yeah yeah would be like it'd be a completely different film um or you know like any classic film where it's like the music is almost like this other character in it where it's like you really need to you really need to think about i maybe i'm just a weirdo like i just i almost i think about it like a lot like a character where it's like what is it gonna inform does it make sense? Does it feel like it fits the vibe? And like with Cooper's pieces, I picked some music pieces like based off of like what I heard when I would go over and like hang out in his studio. And like if we'd be filming, you know, what he's playing in the background. A lot of like lo-fi, hip hop, like hip hop, chill hop, like beats, you know, stuff like that where it's, you know, a lot of like boom you know yep and like i could see how like all right like i can see how he's like vibing on this to paint mm-hmm. and so you know so i was like and it's colorful which is funny yeah. to explain music but it's like the stuff yes. he's listening to it's informing you know yeah like you can almost like picture like visuals like going with it mm-hmm. um and so well even like he said i don't know if he told you this but like the gallery is using like he's making a playlist. Yes, yes. That the gallery's gonna have playing at his show. Yeah, he yeah. told me that. So it's like his. I was like, it's dude, like that's fully his world. Like, you know you're, what you're, I mean? Yeah, it's crazy to think he's that. like DJing his own show too. Yeah, yeah. Not like pretty, literally. But no, like, but yeah. pretty much. Like he's curating the the sound to his show. Well, and like a line that he said in the interview was he's. He said, I'm creating the kind of world that I want to live in. Yeah. And I just loved that. Like, and I think that's true for like anybody that creates art is like, yeah. you know, art, film, music, et cetera, where it's like, you're trying to just like create this little slice of like, this is how, you know, this is how I see, cause there's millions of filmmakers and yeah. musicians. It's like, but this is how I see things. And, and I, I like going kind of back to yeah. earlier. It's like I almost feel like once you start accept, like once you start saying yes and no to things, yeah, and you're like start defining your path, 
Yeah. That's really where that starts coming into play. Because then you can really start, you're like, well, that doesn't fit in the world that I'm creating, or that doesn't fit in like my vision of how my work's supposed to go. And it's not a self, I'm not trying to be rude. It's just, right. I I just can't see how that would work, you know? And yeah, but, but when it makes sense, all of a sudden it's like, but then you get these beautiful projects, man. When you're saying yes to the right things yeah, and they're happening, it's like, yeah, it's beautiful, dude. It's like, all of a sudden it feels like fun <laughs> where it's like, you know, cause you, you learn these skills and you, you know, like, like I can, I can like edit thing. Like I can edit video cause I've just been doing it for like so long now that, yeah. that it's kind of, it's kind of like second nature, like things that I used to have to think about, like, how am I going to do this a lot? Now it almost kind of happens in real time where I'm like, I want it to, to be like this, da 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 da, boom. Okay, that looks good. Okay, now, like, yes. So, so the skills kind of become like, the skills kind of become like second tier, where it's like, okay, I don't really have to like think about like what to do to make it look like this anymore. But it's like, but it kind of frees you up to be like, how can I open it up to be more of my um, personality and like. You think more about like the story and the content when you don't have to think about the tools. I mean, the- again, musician, like once you finally get to the point where you're not thinking, okay, G chord, E chord, A <laughs> yes, chord, right? You, your body just does it, and you can like commit more to like what's the song about, right? What am I trying you, to do you know, here? Does that yeah. make sense? Oh, dude, it, it's like this more si- than you realize. I, mean, I just had this conversation. It's the last same night. in fi- like. Once you get past like the technical parts of exactly. it, exactly. Um, you, I think you can dive in deeper, and there is like there's a time for that. Like, there were years, where, and I, I'm still learn. Like, right. I have a mindset of. Like, I totally understand. I have a mindset of like. I hope I'm like always still learning things and being a student. Um. Uh, shooting on film has like really been that for me mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm making lots of mistakes and like you know figuring things out but like you know you have a you have a season of learning the technical aspects and like sponging up things from people yeah you know sitting over the shoulders of people that that are already doing it or that have been doing it longer and you're like Oh my god! How do you do that? Like, what's you know? And you're just this annoying little grommet kid. Yeah. And uh, gr- see, that's a skater term. A grommet. It basically means like you're kind of like a poser or like trying to like. It's like you're the kid that's like coming up, trying to like, trying to be the cool kid. I literally picturing the kid. Yeah. Yep. Hanging that, around the skate park. It's got all the like. It's got all the like big gear with the logo on it and stuff. But one day they take a shift and they're eventually the one that you know so you kind of have to like take some flack for a while yeah and uh you know until until you come into your own i agree i literally just had this conversation (laughs) with a guy last night who's who's just getting into music production i'm gonna open up a Lacroix here so if you pop it dude pop it some pop pop and lock that's what's going on 
and and they uh, a guy and his uh, it's like my wife works with a guy and his buddy was in town he's getting into music production knows i have a studio wanted to come see it and i'm like yeah. sure come on through yep so he, yep. i show him and he's asked what software i use so i pull up ableton live and i'm like showing him some stuff yeah and i said to him i said when i was in college i had a buddy who was younger than me who was like way f- further experienced and advanced in using the software yes. and he told me one time that once you what you just said once you surpass the technical barrier of entry where you're yep. figuring out the space and how things work what do i do here how does all this software and what do all these tools do yep. once you pass that the the software and the tools become an extension of your imagination yes. and like yes. now you can sit down and you can you can do what you want to do. It's like, this is going on. I need to fix this problem. This is the tool. You put it here. Taken care of. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I also, I also 100% feel like an old man in that aspect because like, I've been using the same program like ever since I started and like, uh, I have a lot of colleagues, like friends and colleagues and peers that like, they've kind of like done some switching of like, oh, I'm going to use this program now and stuff. And I'm like, cool. I'm an old crotchety man <laughs> that I've like figured out this program and I'm going to die with this program yeah. in my coffin because <laughs> I know how to use it and it scares me to use this other program. Um, so there's yep. like, there's parts of that. And you see like people that are like diehard to like, you know, oh, I only will play, like, this type of guitar or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. But you find something that, like, fits well. Where am I going with this? Basically, yeah, I like how you said that. It becomes it becomes an extension. And I would imagine, too, with, with artists, whether that's, like, the instrument becomes an extension of uh, the person, like, getting out to express, like, what the song is or the paintbrush Right, camera. I'm sounding very philosophical here, but But no, you're right. And like that's what I was saying to the guy last night because I was like talk, and it was cool from my perspective because I'm like, look, I'm the same way. I have plenty of learning to be done. I listen to other people's mixes or other people's productions in music, and I'm like, holy shit, you know. I mean, now granted, some of these guys have been doing it 20 years, 30 years longer, but yeah. But then when I'm showing this this younger guy last night, showing this young and I'm showing he's like my age, but younger in the uh, game for sure. But like like how this stuff works, it's like now I'm because he's like, damn, look at all your projects are so clean and organized, and I'm like, they're actually like a mess, like it's like an interconnected mess of of uh, this is happening like plugins and software, like all of it's just. But I know what's going on. Yeah, like this guy would get in there and it looks like chaos you know but it's like no but this is oh yeah i'm safe when i'm in there actually timelines are i mean because i imagine you have like like layers and like tracks yes what what software do you use so i use a software called final cut pro okay final cut pro that's um, apple right on apple computers yeah but i've seen final cut pro and the way that like the way that it's arranged with tracks and Mm -hmm. uh Things are stacked on one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, very similar ish yeah. to yeah from- a music making DAW, you know, digital audio workstation. Very right, similar. Right, like you have, you know, you have like your your music track, your audio track, your visuals track, your graphics 
tra- they're all tracks, which I'm assume you know with with I have the same thing with audio engineering. You know, it's like okay, this is this is the drum track, this is yep. the bass track, this is the. I mean, it's the same. And at the end of the day, you're just um, like you're building you, like you're building something. Um, and a lot of times, th- I mean, there are all kinds of different like avenues of it, but sometimes, sometimes things are built in the, um, sometimes I don't really know <laughs> what a story is going to be until I start editing it, honestly, where it's like, or I'll forget like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, yeah, we shot this. Ooh, that would be really good. Th- I mean, it's like picking your paints on a palette where where you're like okay i'm gonna pull this in Mm, okay yeah that feels okay Ooh, no that doesn't work um yeah and it's just kind of a trial and error and like it's very feeling Uh uh-huh maybe that's another reason why like i really enjoy it too because it's very feeling based Uh uh-huh and it's not really something you can (laughs) you can explain it to people sure like i could which I tell people, but it doesn't mean you could de- like necessarily teach a, another dude who wants to edit videos. Like it's hard. It's, it's <laughs> how hard. to feel the yeah. It's over hard. time. Maybe you could show him how or her how. Like you could yes demonstrate, and they'd be like, "Oh, I get it now." After ten years, okay, yeah. Yes. And it's and it it's very much feeling based. Like it's it's like, which sounds very like. Dude, it's like amazing how similar though, like, like that is to audio production because like I know, yeah. it, it really is the same process. Like I just mixed a song this week that's a hundred and forty-eight tracks. So that's oh my god, that's different drum tracks. It's just mostly yeah. vocals. It's tons of vocals yeah. and guitars. Yeah, but in the beginning, it's so intimidating because you're getting in there. Yeah. There's stuff happening everywhere. So it's just like I'm just like scrambling to make a little bit of sense of it. And then yep. I step away. Then I come back. I'm like. Oh, just move this, move this, mm. step away. Move come back. It's like, oh, okay. I'm starting to really see how this is gonna piece together. Dude, and, you know. And I just thought about something that's like a hundred percent like like riding that yeah. r- riding that same wave. I've been saying yep. that lately. I have all these things I say. Um <laughs> that I don't know if you like resonate with this and it goes back to it's a thread. Uh-huh. Come on now. Yeah. It goes back to like what we were talking about earlier, where for me, I feel like a lot of the edits I do come to a place where I'm happy with them when I, a lot of times it has nothing to do with adding more to it. It's, right. what, I, it's what I take away. Start taking away. Like what you oh, say, yeah. what you say no to, what you right. like get over your ego about like, like, okay, I know you thought this shot was amazing yeah gold on poop or whatever but like it doesn't fit the story and it needs to go yep and 100 percent of the time like and those are really hard decisions to make Mm -hmm. but i feel like the piece is like it's always about it's always about the stuff that i like end up cutting that makes it better as opposed to adding yep i mean dude that's that's weird i don't know what that is it's a but. but do you know who Rick Rubin is? The music producer? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. His awesome. first couple records, I don't know, it was early records, he would put on the, instead of produced by Rick Rubin, he would say reduced by Rick Rubin. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> because he's like, my job was often taking things out. Yeah. And it's amazing. And I, 
So something I tell people a lot now, and I am no mixing wizard by any fucking means. I have a long way to go when it comes to mixing music, you know, with with technical audio balancing and stuff. But you know know your skills, wiz. I'm learning, and and what (laughs) but what I'll tell people a lot of times is like. What I used to think, it'd be like, okay, this this snare drum's not working. Let's throw a plug in on it. Let's do yeah. the, whatever. Like, let's add. Let's add chaos. When really now, I just think of like, my first thing is always volume. Let's just turn it down a little yeah. bit. Like, let's just bring it. Like, let's just, it's always volume first. Because then if, if you're like, or like the vocal, something's wrong with the vocal. We need to do this. It just happened yesterday. There was a yeah. guitar part. He's like, is that guitar out of tune? I just dropped it in the mix a little yeah. bit. All of a sudden he's like, oh, it fits perfect. It's and like. Isn't it crazy <laughs> how it's always like, just the very like, it's like little minute thing. Yes. Like, let me just like take that down. Maybe like, maybe like two dBs yeah. or like, and it's the same like. I'll be like, I just need, I wonder what would happen if I just bumped this over literally two frames. Yeah. And it, and, it, and it's like, that's it. Yep. <laughs> and there's 24 <laughs> frames in one second of, of, of film or video. Right. And it's like, this is like fractions. But like, again, when you get past the technical level where you're just like, I have a feeling that this needs to be done. And then you like start playing with it and you're like, that's it. Like that's, and it just kind of reveals itself. Um, But that, I I mean, in that level of experience, I'm sure it gets sharper and sharper and sharper over time. But even yesterday I had um, a guy in here, we're working on his record, Swamp Eyes. It's my kind of like my cousin. He's my cousin-in-law, but a great friend of mine. What's up, cousin? Yeah, and... But his record has a double kick drum uh, towards like the real loud part, so it's like do 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 do. Oh yeah, big kick drum, and he's yeah. like, I feel like the kick drum, something's not right, and I'm like, okay, yeah. I said I actually don't think it's the kick drum. I think it's <laughs> the bass guitar is getting in the kick drum's way. So we're gonna like turn down the bass a little bit, turn down the bass. He's like, it's perfect. I'm like, that's the beauty of getting more involved. It's Dang. like you come at it thinking, dude, the vocals are messed up. It's like. Actually, the vocals are fine. It's the guitars that are a little too loud. They're getting in the way of the vocal. You know, it's yeah. like it's it's typically you have to. It's kind something of, else. You, you have know? to like back up from it and like exactly and look at it like from a high view to be like, okay, what you know? Yes. Wh- why does this not feel right? Um, it yeah. This needs tweaked or a hundred hundred percent. Yep. That's why we're feely artists. Yes. That, like, Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Because it really is a like like you were saying, some things are teachable and some things can be teachable, but then there are things where it's like I I could try to tell you how to do it, but then at the end of the day, like there's part of me that didn't even know that's what it was gonna be until it happened. Right. You know, and uh Yep, agreed. Yeah. So, so, so m- yeah. switching a little bit, I do want to touch yeah. on this before we have to wrap up because I know it's a big part of your life right sure. now. But I'm going to assume it's probably your biggest like personal undertaking, riskiest venture. I don't know, but it's something that you've had to crowdfund thousands of dollars to 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 fund mm-hmm. and. Uh, you're directing it. 
Yeah. It's on you. It's the it's the indie film factors. Yeah. So did you write it as well? I did. Yes. You wrote it as well. Yeah. So yeah. what what is this project like for you working on it? It's a little bigger, I'm assuming, from like a yeah. from like a cinematic production standpoint. You yes. got actors. Yep. What is this like for you versus like a you know, like a more of like a documentary style, like some yeah. of the projects you do with like me, Lash LaRue. Right, right. Cooper. How is this how has this been for you? It ha- um it's been it's been an amazing it's been an awesome experience, also one that I've learned a lot from. I'm sure. Yeah. Um but it's been um and very different too, which um uh it sounds like I'm not excited about it. I'm very Well, you're ex- in the midst of it. It's it's kind of like <laughs> So I understand. I'm starting to see um I was just telling a friend of mine the other day who's um uh guy named Eric DeLong who's gonna be working on the <laughs> uh, actually the composing of the the music for it. Um, sweet. And he was asking me I about know what it. you're talking about. Yeah, he he's the best. He was asking me about it and I was like, it's like when you're in like the 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 grind of making something there are some days where you're like is this thing ever gonna happen be finished come together and i'm just now starting to like see like that light of like okay i think this is what it's gonna be and even to the point of like there's like one little scene that i was like we may need to like shoot one more little bit on this and I think it's really going to round it out. So I'm getting really excited about it now where it's like I can see thing like we're saying you you feel it out. Yes. Things are coming together. Um yeah, so like I wrote it, put it together, like it I re- features Emily and Ty. Are they Yes, in em- it? Emily and Ty Bernhardt. Yeah, they beautiful are, people. Be- beautiful people. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> uh no, they're awesome. Um they Emily has been in a few yes um like little things that I've done uh and something I w- wanted to mention like so this so this film is is being shot on film so we're using 16 millimeter film for the entire thing for the entire thing wow and Emily had kind of been like I've kind of used her on some like test shoots where like like most of the things that I've done with her have been on film where I'm like, Hey, I just kind of need somebody as like an actress to like, you know, just kind of making an artsy piece or like a visual poem. Yeah. Like, you know, stand here, walk from here to there. I'll get this shot. Like I kind of, that was me kind of like feeling out like how do these cameras, cause I bought a 16 millimeter camera, like, two years ago two and a half years ago and so like you know you have to takes a lot of practice you know (laughs) getting over the technical parts of it yeah to where you'd get to a point where it's like okay we could you know show up and you know shoot these scenes and everything because there's probably a lot of different things you have to consider using film versus a 4k high quality digital camera Uh, lighting excuse me yeah, like it requires a a lot more 
Sorry, I got the burps from my LaCroix. That's I'm the LaCroix getting you. That's, that's the LaCroix. That's the yep. Crayon Raspberry coming in. Um, yep. Or the... Uh, Jazzberry. The Jazzberry. Raz- I thought it was something with I music. thought it was Jazzberry. T- shout out. We're going to call it Jazz. Shout yeah, out Jazzberry. I'm pretty sure it's Jazzberry. We're just going to call, call it that. What's with these cans? Anyway. Um, yes. So... Very There's a mu- lot more to consider, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, you need a lot more light... You need a lot more um, uh, just the parameters of like creating. So like um, each roll of film, you can only, um, let's see. So the the amount of film that we're shooting on, uh, you can only film for like two minutes and 30 seconds. On, oh my Lord. On one roll of film. Sometimes you can get like two forty-five. Can you stop and re-film over film that's been filmed on? Does that make sense? Like, can um, you overdub? Not, not really. Like, if if I use two minutes on a shot and I'm like, nah, I don't like that. Let's do it again. Can I rewind it and shoot on the same piece of film? Um, or is it, is it like distorted by that point? And y- short answer, no. Okay, <laughs> man. So you. So you're asking me like what's different and everything way different from like a documentary type style because like I did like hardcore like storyboards where it's basically like you you sketch out like this is what every scene is going to look like it, it was it was a lesson in like I had to be a lot more structured like okay here's the script this is what this scene I could tell you exactly what the scene's going to look like this is yeah. what the shot's going to be, you know, it's a conversation, so the camera's going to be over here, then it's going to go over there. Now, there are things, th- we shot it over this summer. Okay. And there were some things that happened where it's like, okay, we got what's on the script. Let's get one more shot, like, you know, this is just, you know, a Thomas throw-in. We're going to see what happens. And sometimes, like, there have been a couple occasions where it's like, oh, I think that'll be the one we use. But um, you have to be very intentional because uh, it's you you don't have much and then like and then you have to it takes a lot more time like you have to change your roll of film and yep. it costs money it costs money like <laughs> a roll of film is like sixty ish dollars oh my so two minutes and thirty seconds of the movie or no 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 sorry just of the recording of the movie is sixty bucks. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And then you have to get it processed and scanned. Yep. Which that that's about a hundred and fifty. <laughs> so that's an expensive. Uh, it's it's, it's a, racking up. That's why a lot of people are like, "Why the hell are you making a movie on film in 2022?" <laughs> yeah. Um. But again, it goes back to. It's all part of like why I do things the way that I do, where mm-hmm. it's like, could I just like shoot it on digital and put a filter on it? Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. But there's almost like when you are using film or some kind of um, obscure like medium like that, there is something about like, um, there will be, and, and there is like, I've gotten like 
like all the all the film back except for this one little scene that we're going to shoot still mm-hmm. and emily and ty don't know about that yet i'm going to tell them about that um hopefully you tell them about that before this comes out of yes not that, not that they'll hear it but they might you yeah know, they might know. they might what's up actually we're hanging out on monday so they'll know about it um but there are little like light flares like basically anomalies and mistakes that happen on the film that you can't replicate and that just like that puts like fire in my bones like i love that like if somebody That's looks beautiful if somebody looks like i giggle inside so much when somebody's like that was an awesome effect you used on that and when i say that wasn't an effect <laughs> we shot that on super 8 film and you kind of see their head explode and you're like, and I'm not like saying that to be like Mr. Cool Pants. No, it's, you're it's, just... it's like, I just feel like that's like the next step in the evolution that I want to take, like as a filmmaker of like using authentic mediums because they are harder. And it's like it, it's like it requires like more respect to be like, there's still a lot about there's a ton about shooting on film that I don't know. Yeah. And it's kind of made filmmaking fun again because it's like, we're all kind of figuring this out together. It's like having the, my dad's VHS camera all over again, where yeah. it's, where it's like, I don't really know what this thing fully does yet, Yeah, but like, let's make a movie and find out, you yeah. know? And yeah. so, you know, that's kind of it. And so, factors yeah it's more of like a it's like a drama piece like very inspired by like um if you've if any of your audience have seen like like films by like the company a24 and like things like that like okay. it's it's an indie film it's very um you know drama um there's some some thriller in it um there's you know uh fake blood was used that's all i'll <laughs> say um <laughs> lots of fog machines you know cool. it's very vibey cool uh, like eric was like the sounds very moody and vibey i'm like dude exactly <laughs> that's great so um you know it's just kind of like it's just me kind of doing my thing like wrote it from a place of some things i've felt over the past couple years and you know and just forced myself to sit down and write a script which that was probably the hardest part. That's just being a beast like, in itself. I got to Okay, I'm gonna sit down and write today. And but I took like two two months at the beginning of this year and was like, I took like January and February and was like of 2022 and was like, okay, I'm gonna write something and uh, you know, and then start fundraising in March and then. Um, Dude, and kudos to you, man. All of that is not easy shit. I mean, especially you're the creative. I mean, every creative battles with the fact that you have to make money and everything costs money. Like, it's always a, it's an endless, it's been going on forever. You know, the battle between making money and doing something because you're loving it and it's just artistic. But, like, that takes a lot of guts to put yourself out there and say, Hey, I'm making a movie. I'm raising money. Will you give me some money? (laughs) Yeah. But people respect it, man. I did. Or I do. I'm like, dude, that's yeah. Well, and and it's like you have, and again, you have to make people, you have to make people. That sounds forceful. 
you have to like share with people like why should they why should they care about a movie that you're making yeah like you have to share the passion of um you know this is important to me hey if you have 20 bucks like would you consider throwing it towards this because we could like it would make a difference you know it would yes. add up and um you know so we did the crowdfunding i wrote lit- literal letters to people like old school like mailers like i had like a picture of myself on on it and like the title of the film and was writing like family childhood like friends parents who i figured might have more money yeah. <laughs> and like things like that where it's like like you know <laughs> hey aunt becky who i haven't talked to in a while this is your nephew thomas uh, check out what i'm up to i'm making a movie you yeah. know and a lot i will say a lot of the support like um don't kids don't underestimate the power of a handwritten letter yeah uh, we got a lot uh, the film got a lot of support from from family friends of you know when i i i just like wrote a lot of people trying to make like connections of okay you know you've always supported me i i, I really appreciate like the love that you've given me over these years like, like people who have just like commented or like at like watched your stuff yeah, or like or told that, you that they loved you or like that, your like, stuff or like like my aunt like an aunt and uncle for instance yeah like, you know and they you know just like writing and like a, and i wasn't trying to be manipulative or anything but i was no, just like you needed money <laughs> you guys you know have really like helped me grow as an artist and like um yes i'm asking if you would support this project but like more than that like i just want to say like thank you like i'm here today because of like how you poured into me or how mm-hmm. you like helped encourage me over the years and like and even if you can't help financially like i just want to make you aware of like i'm working on something new and uh be on the lookout for it you know yeah, like absolutely um, even if i want you to be a part of it even if you just say great job that sounds awesome like that fills my sales too you mm-hmm. know to be like there are people that see it and they're like that's cool man you know like and sometimes, sometimes that means just as much or more. Cause like I had some people that, you know, were like, I, you know, Hey, I wish we could, we just, we're not really in a spot right now, but like, yeah. let me know if there's anything else you need or like, um, how could we support you in other ways too? I mean, I think as artists, like that's all we want is like people to, to say like, I see what you're doing and like I acknowledge it and like that's really neat. And that's like I mean I'm not trying to get like no emotional yeah. or something but like it almost does make me emotional sometimes cuz it's because I think as an artist in general that's all we're ever trying to do is like like this film is just an expression of things that i felt and been through and just trying to say with some visuals and and for someone else to recognize it and like yeah recognize you because of it too you know yeah yeah it's a huge compliment yeah and and people that did give like i'm i've been so 
I'm so appreciative of um, they gonna get their names in the credits, and you know, I mean, like it's. <laughs> well, I saw like I, I saw you have their due. Like I saw you post it, and it's like, you know, I am also a creative trying to start my thing or yeah. build my thing. So yeah. when I see you post, I'm like, dude, hell yeah! Because <laughs> like, of course, we'll give you something because, oh, like, yeah. Thank you. Be, well, because I want. That when I'm doing something, yes. I need that same thing. And like, yeah. I, I remember hearing, this is kind of like, not cheesy, but like cliche maybe, if you know Tony Robbins, you know? like the, Okay, okay. You know, he's like, the he was in Shallow Howl, but... Yeah, okay, I think but, I know. But he's yeah. the motivational guy and... Okay, yes. Yes. Yep. Uh, yep. And he's a great motivational speaker. I mean, dude, I don't have to say that, yeah. but he is, you know, an epic epic kind of guy but i remember yeah. hearing a video of him say one time if you don't give when you don't really have money you're not going to be a giver when you do have money mm. because giving is giving is not just about rich people giving back what they make it's about like right. give being generous you know oh my god yeah and i i, I that stuck with me so hard so Dude. it's like oh, look okay yes God, I wish I could give you a thousand dollars, you know, or whatever. Like yeah, when no, someone asked, but it's like, I'll it, give you this, you know, and all of it is a and I think that's, building block. Dude, one hundred percent. And I think that's an expression of like um there's something about I th I just think as like getting older and being artist and like seeing other people doing their thing, it's like there's something moving about um like, I just don't subscribe to this, like, oh, um, you know, like, like the competitiveness of, like, yeah. like, um, oh, I'm going to blow that dude's boots off. And, like, I, you know, it's, like, like, it's just, like, I want us to, I think artists need to support each other. Yeah, and so it's like if you know if there's a fellow filmmaker or something. No, I mean I think competition is good to help like keep people driving to be like, right. oh man, did you see what he did? Like, that's awesome. Like, we want to try to do something, but like always out of like a support and like boosting up, as, right. as opposed to like tearing down, tearing and down or bashing on people or being like that project was shit or something. Like get out of here! With I, that, I think that, you know? that is like, a level of maturity because once you take on some hard projects, you realize how difficult it is to oh do most projects, especially yeah. at high levels. Dude, yeah. And the idea of bringing somebody down who does something at a high level—it's like the only reason that you're doing that is you're a hater, or yeah. you're like not on your own game. Because well, if you were on your own game, you'd realize yep. how fucking hard it is. To do some stuff and guess you know? what they were brave and put it out there and what are and you finished put, it what yeah. are you putting out there probably not anything like yep, exactly. so it's like so everyone that like supported i feel like so much love and gratitude of that and even like what's i mean and what's funny too is i mean not funny it's just yeah it's, it's math <laughs> <laughs> but like mo you know most of the growth came from the small um like the fifty, like twenty dollar donations, or yep. like here's yep. ten bucks, or like here's, you know, um, fifty bucks, or whatever. Yeah. Like it wasn't like the really there weren't 
that many like bigger donations, which like I think I think that's even more awesome because it's like th- there were like oh, I think over a hundred people that like wanted to be involved with it, and so it's like that's awesome. That's it's a, a squad. Man. I know, man. But like, dude, I said this from the uh, for the strangers. I'm like, you guys are a grassroots organization. Yeah, as in like. You have people who support you and you know them. Yes. And they, yes. they actually buy your merch and they come to your shows. Yes. It's like, yeah. it's a real, it, yeah, okay, yes, we need to get your streaming numbers up on Spotify. <laughs> but like, you know, it's like, but then, but I, then I, they I get. I got the strangers tracks on my playlist trying to do my part, <laughs> you know. It's awesome. But, but then, you know, they get in this big competition. They're yeah, going up against yep. bands who have hundreds of thousands of monthly oh, listeners on Spotify. Totally. They're beating them because the strangers are texting their buddies, yes. texting their family. Yep. They have real support on their voting. So it's like the practical, the, the, the value of practical support is oh so valuable. <laughs> Dude, at, at, at their album release show, um, where, where we like filmed like a, yes. bulk, a bulk of their content I'm so glad you were for there. the documentary. <laughs> I've never seen a crowd like so rowdy. And it was just like people <laughs> from their town, people from their Dude, crew. Think you about know? this. Th- that beautiful theater, everybody's got a nice, comfortable seat. The show starts, three quarters of the people stand up, go to the front of the stage, and are standing I know. for the majority of the show. I was just like, are we like, what is this? Like, like what is this? You know, amazing. Like, some bit, I was trying to think of some cool big band. I couldn't think of anybody. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it's just. But like those are the people that you know will support you the most, and it's and it's you want to make those people. I think people want to feel a part of something. Yeah, and so it's like you. They're really rooting for you at that point. You yes, know? and when you can like include people, and you know, be genuine about it to be like, look, like this, you know. I mean, we, um, you know, and we didn't quite hit the goal that we were going for, but like. We had a little over eight thousand dollars of yep. pe- of people that That's were a lot of money. It for is most people <laughs> for it, a project. Well, no, it is a lot of money, and like for people to be like, "We believe in you," like, you know, use it for you know. And I've got my you know, se- yeah, like <laughs> separate account. You know, okay, like we've got the budget, and yeah. like you know, pay- yes, and exactly. It's like I'm not just. I mean, I'm doing this for me and the actors and everything but it's like yeah like people literally gave like resources to this and like i want to make them proud or be like i don't want them to be, to be like that's what i made with that right, <laughs> you right. know like uh i hope it's good but and th- dude they and feel it, proud about it's it it's a you know? big compliment to you because like you got to remember none of nobody who donated or i'm gonna guess that Almost nobody who donated read the script or, you know, like we didn't get to see, nah, yeah. like we don't know what you're going to make really at the end of the day. So right. I, all the donors, they're supporting you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like they want you to succeed. That's the beautiful part of That's, it. It's like, yeah, like we, I never really we're all trusting it, like, you. Yeah. Like I'm excited to see the film, but like. I didn't know what I, I don't know what we're getting, you know, like, I don't know, but I trust you and I want you to succeed, you know? Well, uh, we'll, we'll see. What- <laughs> are you, are you having any sort of, uh, like release party or viewing show yes, or um, what, what's going down? Um, 
Thank you for asking, Wesley. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know details quite yet. Um, okay. Uh, because the fi- um, the film's about three fourths of the way, like edited right now. Um, and then we're moving to the music stage, and we're actually doing like some audio overdubbing and that sort of thing. Okay. So a lot of it's like still in post production right now, but um, I am hoping to have a um at least a premiere of the okay. f- of the film i don't know where yet um that in my mind like i um th- i mean the goal is to have it done before the end of the year i don't know if anybody knows this i talked to eric about it but um i would love to maybe have a premiere for it like before christmas okay or by christmas time yep of 2022 this year um, so yeah, so it, it it'll probably be somewhere local, and I'll I, I'll advertise it, and probably be open to the public, like anybody that would want to uh, come, or you know, if you donate it or whatnot, and we'll try to. It's beautiful. Dude. Try to have a good night and watch a little short film. I mean, it's a short film, so it's not like a full. Um, How long is it? I think it will end up being somewhere around like fifteen to twenty minutes. Okay, so it's not. I mean, it's you know. Yep. It's. Uh, it's not like a full length feature, which I don't have any idea how people like the other day I was talking <laughs> to somebody. I was like, Oh my God. Like, how does anybody, how people do movies that are like four times this. And eventually one day I'd like to sure like 90 minutes ish is like a feature length, like considered quote unquote, but like, dang, I, I still got work to do. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I like hopefully I'll get there one day. <sighs> I hope so too. Probably man. a longer script too. I might need to like have somebody else write the script. Yeah, because I'm okay. Well, then it becomes that. I'm then okay at script writing, but like I'm not the best at dialogue. So I'm like, uh, you know, I think I could. And I have buddies that have like written some screen stuff before. So like something will happen. Hell yeah. See, that's my problem too. I'm always, I'm like, I'm always. I'm I'm always I think it's my like personality type. I'm always thinking about the next project before I finish the one at hand. I'm like, slow down, Thomas. Marinate in the Dude, now. Dude, that is marinate in the now. That's got to be partially healthy, though. I mean, that's that's yeah. that's keeping you pushing through this, you know, in the first place. I yeah, Coop, I know Cooper's like that. I'm like that. Yeah, thinking about. I often and, wonder and, and, if like you most artists dis- are that way too, where it's like. And you hate to come off. I I felt very guilty recently because I felt like I had this experience with an artist where we're almost done with his record, and then I'm talking about the next thing, Thinking and I the next feel thing. like I'm yeah. coming off like I am not excited about the current thing. Right, right. And I hate that because I'm I am. Yes. It's just we've been with the current thing for so long that yeah. I am. My excitement energy has kind of moved on to the next thing, right? You know, which I hate to come off like that because it's not that I, I'm not dismissing. No, it's kind of what you said about you know, like I oh, know I'm in the middle of it, so I don't want to sound like I'm. I know, and that's kind of what. That's a perfect explanation of like what it is because you're, um, you know, it's almost like a relationship where you're like, you know, you're oh pumped about it you know mm-hmm. in the beginning and then and then it goes through like see like seasons of like <laughs> oh like i'm still excited about this but we're kind of in the middle of it right now and then yep. one day like some things come together and you're like 
Yeah. It's amazing. That's why we did this. You know? <laughs> and then at the end, you're like, yes. That is so funny. I'm excited. Like, I'm excited all over. Like, I know when we premiere it, I'll, I'll have, a, it'll be like a whole other level of excitement all over again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and excited for the actors and actresses. And Oh, um, yeah, dude. Uh, another reason we're I'm trying to get it out before the end of the year is because uh, Emily, our lead actress, is uh, currently with child. I thought so. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, is due on January first. Oh <laughs> so shit! I'd love to have her. You pre- want her to come to the? I'd love to have a premiere and have them come. Yeah. The actors get before she has her baby. Yeah, so. that's a good. Uh, um, which was also we found uh, it's. Oh my God! Now I'm like, is it? Uh, yeah, they made an announcement. I'd be in big ass trouble if they hadn't made an announcement. I would yet. say they have, considering they yeah, have, they're they're they they're in their third trimester. Yes, trimester, yes, they much. they have. Um, and uh, yeah. So, but we found out while filming that Emily was pregnant, and so I was like, okay, well, let's work this in. We, which. The last scene that we're gonna film actually is gonna tie that in. Beautiful, which I'm dude. really excited dude, about. Dude, see, it's like a beautiful. I know, but happy. All, but also, like, there were parts of it where it's like, okay, this the script didn't have you with child, so we need to hurry up and film this now. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I was like, are you guys available next week? When you guys like, they were probably getting tired of me because I was like, yeah. when can you guys film? And they understood. They're so sweet, and they understood. Like, they were like, yeah, like we get it. And then, if dude, and then like you know, Emily got COVID. Then I got oh, COVID. Yes, like it, yeah. it was, I don't know if that's going to trigger your podcast now. The c word, dude. I'm sorry. Hey, it's fine. It's oh, yeah. part of reality. It's the world we live in. Yep, yep. Um, you know, so and those were like some of the, you know, some of those difficulties of like getting through all having that. a production is like okay, well, you know, uh you know, we're not going to shoot this week. And, and then I got it. And then I was like, okay guys, we're off for the next week and a half. Cause I mean, it's just been, I have it now. It's just been a reality of like doing creative work. I mean, I, I don't know if you've around all encountered of some of that too, where it's just like, you gotta, I mean, in scheduling and producing is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Like if I learned anything, it'd be, I think on the next big thing I do, uh, I'm definitely gonna hire somebody to produce it, um, because I was the producer also. So I was like scheduling shoot time, scheduling things, and I was just like, "Oh, that's a whole nother mess to juggle." Gracious, like yeah. I need somebody else to do this, and that was your fault, Thomas. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, but you learn, like you know. I know that, and now you know how to do it. So the next person yes. you hire or work with to do it, you're like. You're going to know what they're going through. Right. I mean, because I'm sure we'll be like hand in hand of like, you know, okay, this is. But this is like the traditional, like, I wrote it, directed it, filmed it, produced it. I'm glad I'm not making the music for it because that would be a whole nother. Oh, my God. But, you know, it's like the first, like, I've never done anything this big. I mean, it's like my first big boy, like, attempt at a film. So... It's awesome, dude. I'm really excited about it. Like, I, I th- too. think it'll be cool and um like visually what I've seen so far of like the camera didn't jam up, the you know, everything came through like fairly well. God, that's always a big thing with film too. You just you shoot it and then 
months later you get to see what it looks like or you weeks later or whatever like you shoot something and on average you don't know what it looked like for another two weeks and that's you, if you go send it off right like right, right away, away. Yeah. yes yeah because typically it's like a week and a half to two week turnaround mm-hmm. but i send it to a place in california um which sounds really exotic but the mail moves fast these days <laughs> and uh yeah, and then they scan it and give you back a digital copy, and it's like, you know, it's pretty cool. Like what you would get from like a digital camera. Yeah. Like you can get it like 4K scan or, you know. but I mean, it's really kind of crazy. Um, but a lot of people have been like shooting with film a lot more recently too. I know it. Like a lot of movies. Um, well, there are a lot of movies that, are, that still shoot on film, but there are a lot of like TV shows that have been like. Really? Yeah, um, which that have been like there was a popular show that came out this year on HBO called Euphoria. Okay, I don't know if you. I don't know about it, but um, uh, that girl Zendaya, who yes, I do know about. She's in the like Spider Man and stuff like that. She was a Disney girl growing up. Yeah, well, she's like the lead actress in this series, and um. It's a pretty heavy show about it talks about like drug addiction and like all kinds of stuff. Um but they shot the so they've been, they've had two seasons and they shot the entire second season on film of a TV show. So like eight hourish Whoa. long episodes. I'm like how much film did like they probably had to go through so much film. Yeah. Like and there are like I don't have a very big film camera. So like there are film cameras that can hold like way like my camera only holds like a hundred feet of film, which is not much. So like there are cameras that hold like big old canisters of it where like you can you know, like the big boy movies like where you can I'm shoot sure. a lot more on. But um It's but like it, a tape recorder for a recording studio. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But it's still a I mean, I still could not even imagine like shooting like a tv show on it is just crazy but it's become more um it's become more out there and i think because people are wanting to tell more authentic stories where like um i don't want to go too far down this Mm -hmm. rabbit trail but like uh i think people are just like getting like digital fatigue with like how easy you can do things these days where mm-hmm. it's like I could take my iPhone here and snap like I could snap like 500 pictures of you like in the next minute here. Yeah. And you know, th- 30 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever, like you couldn't do that. Like you, I think there's been a resurgence in it. Well, like Kodak film, mm-hmm. like 15 years ago, 10 years ago, they were on the brink of bankruptcy. And now, um, <laughs> now you can't, they're like, for instance, for the Factors film, because Kodak makes um, movie film too. Okay. And, and they, so like we shot this film on Kodak motion picture film. The, the kind of film that I needed, I could not find in America. I had to order it from Australia. And it's because mm-hmm. there's been such a supply and demand of like 
people are wanting to shoot on film more because they're it's like it's more authentic it's more like there are little mistakes and like inconsistent inconsistencies that happen that i think people are realizing like you um yes you could use a filter and do that but there's like a like i think just people are trying to find ways to be more authentic in their storytelling in every way and like film has just been one of those avenues where like there are a ton of people shooting on film now again because it's it it's just a look that you can't replicate and it's been kind of tried and true for all these hundred hundred years yeah um it just uh I don't know. I think people are just kind of like over the like, um, the staleness of a digital. Yeah. Like sometimes, not that it's all stale, but it's like, like you were talking about earlier, like having hundreds of options for making something while there's a part of our brain that says, this is awesome. Yeah. It's not always the, like, I think humans are simple creatures and it's like, I think we actually, I'm speaking for myself. Mm -hmm. I think I create best when I have parameters, when there are, um, walls put up that define. Yes. Yeah. That it's like, we have, I have one roll of film left today and it has two minutes and 30 seconds on it. So, guys, let's make this count. We have two minutes and 30 seconds to make this happen. Yeah. Are you guys game? Let's do it. Let's do it. Like, and there's something about that for me, you know, maybe, maybe this might be a good, a a good area to kind of start landing on our talk. It's like, there's something about that that I think, I think, I think humans, and artists create best like when there are when when there actually is a box when there like i said where there's parameters where there are like challenges that you have to overcome as opposed to here's a studio with ev- anything a billion, a- anything and everything, everything you need yeah. you've got it if you think about like I, this is why i love watching like behind the scenes things on films and on music too, I've like I know I keep bringing it back to music, but like yeah. if you pull the lid off of any classic song, I guarantee you there's going to be some crazy story <laughs> where they're like, you hear that echo right there? Yeah, that wasn't planned. Yeah. That was from something that just ha- like that wasn't supposed to happen that day. Um, I remember this is super random. I remember like Steven Tyler from uh, Aerosmith uh-huh. talking about, I think it's the song Sweet Emotion. Okay. There's a part at the beginning of it where they're playing this like shaker kind of um, thing that has this kind of like tingy sound. Okay. And there's a part at the beginning of it where it goes and kind of rattles off. Yeah. He said that he was like playing the shaker rattle thing and it broke and fell on the ground and the sound of that uh, they said everything else in the take was so good they just decided to leave it in the oh, track that's beautiful but it was because this like rattle thing literally 
broke. Yes. And like, I I love that kind of stuff where it's like, dude, me too. Those happy accidents yes, make it yes. what it is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And today, like, you might have a producer that's like, oh, we need like, yeah, let's do it again. Perfect. Perfect. I well, think, I think perfect is overrated. The 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 name <laughs> just to do a little shameless plug. The, yeah, the name Wally Opus is the the word Wally was like I researched a word that means like it's perfect because of its imperfections, Ooh, like its blemishes like and it. its rawness or whatever wherever it comes from. Yeah. And, you know, that, that makes sense in a creative world. I don't know if that makes sense when you're, like, building a car or something where you're, like, it needs to be safe. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but yeah. like, there know. are things in life that it's, like, mm, yeah. I, I want this to be perfect. Right. But, you know. Like, I don't want to <laughs> hire somebody to build my house, and it's, like, the imperfections make it. Yeah. Like, I don't think necessarily that's what I mean, but, well, like. Well, the foundation is so-so. Yeah. They're, like, like, no, that's no, what it. No, yeah. dog, uh, let's make sure it's perfect. Yes. <laughs> And I, fa- I had found this old Scottish word, Wally, where that it meant like mm-hmm. something that was like a little just wonky. Like yeah. it was, but it was good, but it like, you know. Makes me think of wobbly. But, yeah. But not, but something that's wobbling is like not falling over. It's just right. kind of. It's got a thing to it. Yeah. It's like, huh, that kind of leans a little bit. that Or, or whatever, you it draw, know. It draws your interest. Yes. You're yeah. like, hmm. Yeah. I like, it was like, I, I, like I, I like the, I like something that's perfect, but. But it's got something going that like draws you in. It's like I don't really get. Yeah, I don't know. It's got something weird. It's not no, perfect. I, like, I like that, dude. I like that. Okay, so let's let's uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. But I got one segment I want to do. Okay. So it's called "Don't Think, Just Act." Oh my so God. I'm gonna say ten terms, names, yes. ideas, whatever. Okay. You tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Oh my gosh. Okay. This could be bad. Okay. So so storytelling. Authenticity. Love it. Favorite film all time. Interstellar is the first one that came. <sighs> I was thinking that one earlier when you were talking about taking the music out of a film. Dude, I because th- he does take the music out sometimes and it's beautiful. I know, but, but that's like a side side chunk. I think that is like the the soundtrack to Interstellar will like it gives me like goosebumps every time. Yeah. Like, oh my god, it's cinematic so in itself. Good. Oh, it's so good. That when I used to teach, so that was good. an example of um, I would bring up the behind the scenes of how they recorded the different, like how Hans Zimmer recorded the different live or um, live organs in this yeah. church, and like oh. then they love the sound of the church so much they bring in like the string players and stuff to do all the crazy. Dude, Hans Zimmer's a boss, man. Boss. All right, Eric DeLong. Best laugh. That's beautiful. I've never met. Did you Eric. throw? Was that part of it? Or did dude, it was. Like Are when you, you brought him up earlier, I'm like, oh, no I got way, him dude. In I have to yeah. shout him out. Yeah, like I have to tell him we did this. Favorite project you've worked on? What's the first one that came? I'm gonna say this one, the Factors one. Love it. Yeah. I, and I would say I was thinking oh, I when mean, I wrote hold that. on the Strangers documentary <laughs> with Wally Opus Records, yeah, produced or, by Wesley Luttrell. And if Cooper's listening to you, it's oh yeah, like, oh in the Cooper, yeah, whoever I'm working with right now. This See, is my I, favorite project. I, I was thinking when I wrote that because I ask everybody like similar stuff, like similar questions. But I was thinking, I think my answer would probably be like the one I'm working on. Yeah, yeah. Favorite project. 
And the, and like the short film is it's my baby right now. So right. it's like I've put a I've put so much of me into it. It's it's just it's my yeah, it's yep. my favorite right now. Yeah. Makes sense. Being a father. Ooh. I think honesty. Just being being honest with with who, you know, who I am, who they are, like helping them navigate their feelings and who they are as as young young men and my son turns 10 on Monday. Wow. Which is I know they're just supposed to be one word answers, but good luck <laughs> getting that from Thomas Bernard. Um, but yes, it's that's awesome, so honesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that, dude. That's great. Okay, yeah. Idol. <laughs> Billy Idol. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I just said that. You're the third person who said that. Are you serious? <laughs> no. uh, uh, yeah. You might be the second, though. I think Lucas from The Strangers said that, too. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, I'm going to keep that answer thing. Okay, beautiful. Lucas said Billy Idol. Cool. You're headed to a shoot. You only get one camera. What's your camera of choice? Ooh, um, I'm gonna I pro, I'm gonna say my hopefully it'd be a shoot that I could be shooting my film camera on. So hopefully um, you have backup rolls. Backup rolls, which is the shout out Russian camera, the Krasnogorsk Three. That's Beautiful. What it, that's what it's called. It's Beautiful. a Russian camera, and I think that's what you use. For, yeah okay yep. gotcha and it's a wind it's it's a beautiful it's a wind so it has a wind up motor there are no batteries no electricity so you wind it up to get this tension until the tension stops and then when you hit the shutter it just releases it oh and that's another parameter on the camera and the short film that we shot i the longest take that i could ever do is 30 seconds on the camera because that's how, that's the biggest. So even if up. your roll of film is two minutes and thirty seconds, you have to stop. The camera will automate. Like if you get a full wind on it, it, it will only go thirty seconds. So had to make it in like thirty second increments too. Which talk about another barrier. That's like. That's a cool. I'm glad to know some of this going into yeah. seeing it. Oh, Kay. cool! Yeah, yeah. Most memorable moment on a shoot. Oh man. Um what's one that comes to mind? Oh, I don't know. Um there are like so many moments like over the years. Um Okay, I'll just use something recent that happened cuz it's more recent like on the video or on the film that we did with Cooper um uh, I still forget stuff and don't do things right all the time. So I brought my boom because I wanted to boom mic him. Mm -hmm. I I put I set I brought my boom mic. I brought or I brought the pole. Brought all the audio. Yeah. Blah blah blah. I forgot the stand. So and we were in a groove. We were flowing, and um, I was just like, "What about that ladder over there?" So we just pulled a ladder over, and I like. Uh, got some gaff tape and like rigged up the ladder where Drape it's just it like over. balancing like through one of the legs. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I hope somebody took a photo. Yeah, I think I have a picture okay, of it. Okay, sweet. And sweet. Uh, uh, I was like, dude, I know this looks unprofessional as hell, but I think it'll work. I'm cool. And he's like, I'm cool with it if you are. I'm like, let's go. Perfect. Like, let's go. Like, that's awesome. So 
for me, it's always it's actually always things that don't go right. And then you have to like figure out on the fly, like, oh man, what are we going to do? You know? And then you always think of something like, or you come up with something. It's not, it doesn't always look awesome, but like. But it's resourceful and it gets the job done. Yeah. Like you, it makes you use your brain of like, we got to figure this out. And I think that's what I, that's what I love about it in general. The most is like, it's all just like problem solving, trying to figure things out. Yep. Yep. So Cooper, yep, sorry we had Cooper to use. leaning ladder. All right, 16 millimeter or 4K? I feel like I kind of know the answer, but 16. Yeah. Dog, After this day. conversation, yeah. I think I know the answer. 4K is cool, but yeah. Dead or alive, someone you drink a beer with. You'd like to drink a beer with. Ooh. Anybody, dead or alive, you're going to have a nice convo. You're going to just relax and ask them just cool questions. And- I mean, I th- somebody alive they're still alive i think i'd say christopher nolan um who i mentioned interstellar earlier yes, he's director a, of interstellar he doesn't know yeah director of interstellar he's done like bat the batman begins dark knight all that stuff what's that other one with leonardo dicaprio uh inception inception and uh like tenant yeah which i've watched three times and i still don't understand it See, I've never even seen it. I know what you're talking about, though. <laughs> but he, I would love to just ask him about like his. Um, I just think his like directing and like his writing is just so insanely beautiful because it's always. It's like you have to get to the end of his film to be like, oh my gosh, that's what that meant at the beginning. It's all like threaded and tied together, which I love, and so yeah. But when I was here, when I was listening, so I just a short aside about that. Uh, then we got to wrap it up. But yeah, when yeah. I was listening to him discuss, Hans Zimmer said that when Christopher Nolan came to him, the first bit of information was he said, it's about a father and a child's relationship. That's mm. what the movie's about. <laughs> so, Interstellar? Yeah, when you think about Interstellar, and and he in Christopher or uh, Hans Zimmer said at first I thought he was talking about like a son and a father. And then he's like I realize it's a daughter and a father. Yeah. And then when you think about the movie, you're like it is about a father and a daughter's relationship. Yeah. You think it's a space movie, but it's I've never thought just about I've takes never, place in that. I've never thought about it like that. Yeah. Before. So that was the emotional center that he wanted Hans Zimmer to compose from. Yes. Because Hans Zimmer has kids, so he's like, I was thinking about right. my relationship with my sons. Right. Uh, or whatever right. he said. Yeah, All right. Makes sense. Let's, uh, let's wrap this bad boy up. Where can people find you? They Mostly. Yeah, they can find me on, on the social medias. Um, I probably post the most on Instagram, which is just Thomas Bernardin on yep. Instagram. And then also my website where you can find examples of my work. And then, Yeah, go check out. It's cool. You got all oh, your – I was on there yesterday. Boom, 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 oh, boom. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, uh, thomasbernardinfilm.com. Beautiful. I used to have thomasbernardin.com, and I lost it. Oh, shit. And then they were like, we want all this money to get back. And I was like, ah, nope, I'm yeah, not doing can't it. can't do it. <laughs> Hold, but, they're holding but, yeah, hostage. You go, yeah, you can find all my socials and – Usually on Instagram, I have Twitter, but I I don't ever really understood there. But likewise, so yeah. one more one more just comment. Sure, I don't know if I ever got to tell you this, but we uh, premiered the film that you made at for us. Yeah, at 
at Noah's Benefit concert in Santa Claus with his family was there. The band's families were there. Yeah. We were all there. Um, a lot of the people in the community came out. Oh, Some people yeah. of the school came out. Uh, it was a beautiful night of music. Noah's friend that he started his first band with played with the strangers oh, for a couple man. songs. Another one of their friends played. Bef but between the strangers set, uh, the opening set and the stranger set, I came out on stage and I unveiled the vinyl record which okay. we made. Okay, yep. Talked about how Noah was a big part of it. And I said... Yes, yes. Uh, and we we made a film with local filmmaker Thomas Bernard, and I said, I gave you a plug, and mm. talked about the process of making it. And then we played the film. And, dude, you could hear sniffling. Oh. You could hear... Oh, my you God. You could hear laughter. You could hear... But basically, that was the that night in that moment was the, um, I think it was the 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 honoring moment, like the the honoring, uh, uh, not it, it was definitely the closing of a chapter of the stranger's story. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, showing it at, to everybody they had not seen it, mm. the families. Um, yeah. it was think, a huge moment. I think I was sadly out of town. You were in Montana or something. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to be there for that, but yeah. I, I, I never heard how it went. So I'm glad that it was a beautiful moment well. though. We all watched it. I mean, I was a super emotional watching it. Cause like I had yeah. seen up leading up to that night, I had watched it 10, 15 times. Cause I, yeah. you had sent, you know, I just had it for sure. a couple of weeks sure. but, mm -hmm. and showing people, but to see it on the big screen and to know the context that it was in at that moment with all the families around and w being a night of remembering oh, Noah. And then at the end, it's Noah's picture and we say yeah. live on the music and it shows him a couple times. That night was a, um, and, and then that documentary itself and then the record, it, it's like it, it, it encapsulates chap uh, a big part of their story. Yeah. And and it really, Noah will live on forever in the music and in that documentary. But it, mm. it, it helped, I know, it helped everybody oh, man. heal and grow and, and and let it be, you know? Yeah. So, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. That's, <laughs> I don't, it was great. I don't know what to say about that, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It was just a film you made, but dude, it had a huge impact, so. And sometimes, like, sometimes it does just feel like another thing you're doing and you, you know, just let it be said, like we don't know the impact that yeah. we have on yeah. people and the things that we create, the impact that they have and leave on people. And even with like, you know, no, exactly. Noah will forever live on like as being part of the strangers, but also like having those drum tracks and that you yeah. guys choosing to, have that be the drum tracks on the record and like like that'll for, forever be like a part of you know his legacy and the band's legacy and and yeah. going on and so yeah and i think it was a huge healing process being in that mm, kind of like what dude. we talked about earlier doing the film and stuff yeah helped everybody in it because when i watch the film now when i look back it lives on all of our websites it lives on yeah uh, other epk it tells their story yeah uh, it's still it's six months old, but it's really relevant yeah. still. Yeah. When I look back at it now, I'm like, this was 
this was not an intentional healing tool, <laughs> but it is a heal. It's been a healing uh, tool. So oh, good, good. That that warms my warms my spirit. Good. Well, we'll send off on that, Thomas. Awesome. Thank you for being on the podcast. It was great. I'm glad to You're hear welcome, some inside dude. about you. you and hear some share some share some artist um, dialogue and, and and shared experience in the in the yeah. software and in the different processes. So yeah, that's what this podcast is all about. I want to get awesome. in there, digging for that gold. You know that that's what we're mining for. So perfect. So thank you, man. You're, you're welcome. All right, everybody, have a great week. Have a great weekend. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. And the music starts. Dude, awesome. Oh, my gosh.